Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and, and I just said it a little different today just to keep you guys on your toes um, because I got a Megan Salito here, so I got to keep you guys on your toes. And, you know, because it's fun. And uh, we're going to be talking about some pretty fun stuff today. I know that a lot of you guys who listen to the show, if you're regular listeners, um, know that my show is varied and has a lot of varied topics, um, you know, from things anthropological, sociological, psychological, things that will, you know, blast open your universe from all different perspectives. And today is going to be another one of those uh, with a little bit of magic, just a little bit, because Megan is just a little bit of magic. Uh, I actually have the honor and pleasure, along with my friend Christine McIver, to be hosting Megan in Toronto for an amazing uh, class coming in October. Um, and we will talk about that a little bit more uh, in a little while. I just, you know, I just want to throw you guys a little throw you guys a little candy there to make you want to stick around and find out more about that. So, so beautifuls, I want to welcome you tonight. Um, and Miss Megan, your beautiful self, thank you for joining me tonight on Living Your Magic is Sexy. Because living your magic is way more sexy than not living your magic. That's my point of view. So welcome, Megan, to this show. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who um, do listen to this radio station, you might have heard Megan and her partner Suzanne's show called Life Love. I always, even when I write it down, I always like say this backwards. <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> Love Life and All Things Weird. And Mm -hmm. so that's their show. And Megan has been a facilitator of awesomeness for over 20 years. She's facilitated things like, um, you know, individuals and groups. um, And even, you know, people from people who are housewives to NASA engineers, right? How cool is that? And Megan is pretty darn funny. So I like that in her bio, she says, like a court jester, she has creatively led thousands to reach beyond their limiting beliefs of what is possible to claim their having it all ridiculous life. Um, and, and I like that description because that court jester is is always that one who is so full of wisdom that brings it out in a totally different way than having to make it super serious and like yeah like the professor at university who stands there just spouting information the court jester gives it to you with a whole other twist so i'm very excited to be playing with you tonight megan so hello how are you i'm so good (laughs) The the energy of today is so big it feels you know with the eclipse and everything and all of the the focus on the energy and the planets and i'm so excited to be here 
with you when you said that uh, somebody said it like uh, your show is like riding a Bronco or something, like a, yeah, or a stallion. Of, yeah. A wild stallion, yeah. You never know where it's going to go. <laughs> it's just like um, get on and I ride. I thought there's nowhere I'd rather be besides riding a stallion with Melissa. <laughs> so, guys, we, we have we have um, a very open topic tonight, and the topic is living your magic is sexy. Um, when Megan and I first talked about this over a month ago, um, it was like we we're just like, yeah, we'll talk about stuff, and we actually got the title today, so that was cute um so yes we've it's not like some of my other shows where i actually go and do like the anthropological research this is like this is even more of a wild ride guys so um you know welcome get get on your you know get on your cowboy boots your cowboy hat and jump on this horse with us because we're about to go for a little wild ride of magic and sexiness so First, I'd like to uh, ask you a few questions, Megan. Like, for you, what does the title Living Your Magic is Sexy, what does it sort of bring up for you? And what does it um, what does it say to you that you'd like to talk to people about? Well, magic is really, to me, it's about accessing the potency of us, of the universe, of everything around us. So it's like playing really big. It's like looking at a lens called anything can happen, anything can be created, anything can be changed. And to me, when you're walking through the world in those moments of time, it's like when you're like, I got this, you know? And to me, that's like when someone walks in a room like that, like we're attracted to that. That's sexy, mm. you know, as opposed to, oh, I just little and I can't do anything. Yeah. You know, like that's <laughs> not very sexy. That's not very yeah, sexy no. at all. And like, you know, and so for me, like, I I want to get more sexy. And I, I really would like to move out of all of the places I have pretended to be pathetic because it's just not damn sexy. And um, so I think that's one is definitely one aspect of it. I think the other aspect for me is that um, what I know is that the sexual energy, this what actors call sexualness. Uh, which is that, you know, that life force, that aliveness that runs through us, that's healing and orgasmic and joyful and nurturing and all of that is, um, I feel like that is the magic energy that is the planet. Like when, when magic happens, it's, it's seductive. It's like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? And it's like, wow, where did that come from? Or how did that occur? Or that synchronicity or whatever. And there's like, to me, there's a whole seduction around um, around magic, and in particular, in my event, the Live Your Magic event, there's a an energy process that I do called molecular infusion that is really sourced in sexualness, in sexual energy, and like every like people in the room will get like really turned on in like all <laughs> kinds of ways. I mean, not just like wanting, you know, like you know, feeling sexual, but also like kind of turned on by like life and the possibilities and all of that. And so yeah, I'm not for me that at all. No, you're you probably you're probably not gonna like live your magic at all. Too bad you're the host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh sorry. Yeah. We're having a funny feedback, so that's why I'm like hearing Megan and then I'm like, what's happening? But I'm actually hearing myself. So I'm gonna fix that because it's a funny experience in my own ear. 
Um, but what I really liked what you said about the seduction, Megan, was that, that magic is like the seduction. Uh, even for people who haven't maybe recognized the magic in their own life, even if you say, for example, watch some of those like radically, um, like the illusionists out there that um, go and put on the really big mat, so-called magic shows that are actually illusionists, there is something very seductive about that too. They have a sort of, most of them that are, uh, really well, big known guys have a sort of a sex appeal to them too. So I think it's interesting that you kind of referred to magic as being seductive because that, like the image of all these like super uh, seductive illusionists like jump to mind. Yep, you're actually creating magic that is real. You're facilitating magic that is real, and you're choosing magic that's real, um, not this sort of. Uh, illusions which are fun to watch but it's far more fun to be it and live it so i love that i love that uh term the seduction it's very cool yeah and i and i feel like i really am seducing people into the energy of magic and like that they are that that and it is it's very practical it's very real it's also very magic right and like there's like you said, there's like the illusionist and then there's the sort of fantasy TV stuff where we go, oh, that's just a TV show. That's just fantasy or whatever. And it's like, but magic is like a real thing. Like it's a real consciousness. It's a real energy that we can tap and grow and expand and uh, use it in our behalf. I, I tell people all the time that I feel like I co-facilitate this workshop with magic. It's like, I never know really what's going to happen or where the magic is going to rise. And like, and wherever the magic's rising in the space is where I go and where, and I, and I bring it forward and bring it forward and bring it forward as people are willing to allow it to come forward. And it really is, it, it, it is, um, I, I really am like, you know, seducing people into this space. I'm not like saying, I'm not trying to tell you magic's real or anything like that. I'm just, you know, seducing you into an experience so you can know it for yourself. I I love the term, just the term in general, like seducing. Yeah, you cannot force somebody into being seduced. Um, you know, even if you try to go back to the Adam and Eve story where, you know, apparently there was like forced seduction. But, you know, seduction is a choice. And to choose to be seduced into something is, to me, is that that place where you actually go yeah there is a possibility um that you might not have seen or acknowledged before and the willingness to be seduced to it is is really the willingness to have all your barriers down to go yeah you know what i am i'm choosing to experience whatever this energy is fully and completely to me that's when um seduction takes place is when you actually are willing to fully participate in um whenever's being offered in the moment, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, it's very, mm-hmm. very cool. It's it like is, be it's your seductress class. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. a dance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's it's um, my uh, coach and colleague, Catherine McIntosh, said to me in a session recently, she goes, magic doesn't push, it permeates. Mm. And I love that. Because that's that is that seduction energy, right? But it like and that's my experience in the space of live your magic. And also when I'm just playing in magic like with a client or whatever, it's like there's this energy that rises 
and like magic happens. It's like a shift happens, an awareness happens, something new pops in, a possibility that wasn't there before, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a permeation and an expansion of energy that's just so beautiful and organic. And like my, what I, what my interesting point of view is that when you were pushing in life is when we're going against the magic, you know, so mm, those I places like feel like, you're pushing or forcing things. It's like you're you're actually going against what magic actually is. And so that's a good time to go, hey, universe, show me the magic of me. Or, you know, let's open up some magic here. Like the, the like I feel like that's one of the signals when my body gets constricted and when I'm forcing something, I'm like overriding something that's just right there available for me that I have the choice to tap into or not in any given 10 seconds. Oh, I love that. So there's so much in what you said. Like there's so much and I'm like making little notes as we're, because I'm like, I want to talk about this and then I want to talk about this. So um, <laughs> the the push is interesting to me because, so when we're talking about living your magic is sexy. It's um, it's not just about your love life, guys. Listening out there, it's not just about your relationships, right? Like, so one of um, the things is, you know, I I watch this and I watch this in myself, you know. And you were talking about when you notice that you're getting into the the push energy, that you're actually going against what magic actually is, and to start to ask like, what magic am I, or what magic can I be? Um, so many questions that you can ask around, you know, being the magic that you truly are so that you don't have to be that push energy. What I'm curious about in, in your like, in your maybe point of view or awareness, is there ever a place where push energy is required or will create anything or what what's your awareness on that? Well, I feel like, you know, in Access, they talk a lot about the demand energy, Mm -hmm. you know, like making a demand of yourself, like, hey, this is going to change right now. And it's Mm -hmm. a potent energy and it's a strong energy, but I believe the energy of demand is actually part of magic because it's like, you know, it's kind of like the sorcerer going, ah, you know, and he's like, beyond, you know, and he's, you know, playing with the molecules and bringing something into being that wasn't into being before. And so there's an intensity, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that for me, I think that's a continual question is like, you know, is just this, this, the intensity that's required or am I pushing right now? And one yeah. of the things that I'm aware of is that when it's intensity, when it's potency, there is like kind of like a rocket ship. It's like, but if it's pushed, there's a constriction generally in my body somewhere. There's an, mm-hmm. a sense of overwhelm oftentimes that that accompanies that for me like you know all of us have to kind of look and see what what that is for us individually um but for me that's where i look to see if i'm in the push energy as opposed to the potency and the intensity that's that's a great way to uh kind of decipher and to ask the question right like hmm and is this an intensity so for people who can't who are maybe not at that place where they can decipher maybe the um, or be aware of maybe the subtle difference between push and intensity or what what that could be is to even just start to ask, am I being push here or is this the intensity of choosing forward? 
Um, and pushing, I, I know, is far more effort, even though there can be an in, that intensity of being or space uh, where all the molecules are, you know, where you are being the conductor of all the molecules kind of lining up and being part of that process, that can be really uh, an intense experience. And 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 actually, I like would like to really look at those kind of energies in relation to sex and bodies when we come back from this break, because I think it kind of plays out interesting when it comes to bodies and how we are with other people too. So, shall we talk about that when we come back from break? Yes, juicy. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. Let's head off to break and we'll come back. We're right after these messages. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight I have a guest, Megan Salido, and we are talking about living your magic is sexy. And how is that possible? How does sex and magic all come into play here? I know there was a while ago on Netflix, a few years ago, around when I started this show, there was a... Um, a documentary on Netflix. You guys know how much I love documentaries about sex. They get me in trouble. <laughs> Woo! Uh, uh, doesn't get any better. And this particular documentary was called Sex Magic. Uh, and it had to do with, there's a group of people in um, Arizona. Well, there's groups of people all over the world, but this one was following a particular group in Arizona who um, do a lot of tantric um, sexual tantric work and they have women who are trained as daikinis who will work with people 
um, to utilize uh, different tantric methods to assist people sexually, and men as well, but mostly it's the women um, being the daikinis. So, yes, if Sex Magic is still on Netflix, check it out. If if not, it's probably on some other source now. It was probably too naughty for Netflix. So I'm wondering, what is the difference, um, Megan, in, in like your awareness, what is the difference between some of these other practices, like maybe um, like this sex magic practice with people uh, doing tantra and and I'm all for like trying everything. So I'm just wondering what your awareness is around maybe what's different between a tantric practice and then living your magic um, and being sexy with it or being a magical sexy being. Like what is what would be the difference to you? Hmm. Well, I think there's a, a lot of similarities. I mean, the, the from what I know of sex magic, and I've played with that, um, not necessarily specifically Tantra, but I've played with using the sexual energies to actualize and mm-hmm. to open space and to bring energies from other places and dimensions through. Um, like, I, I've experienced, like, using sex to actually actualize things. And I Me don't too. know, like, I've never, I've never really studied Tantra. I mean, I know just, like, enough to be dangerous. Um, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, I know that I think that for me, the difference in, in kind of how I live my magic and some of these other things is simply that I don't subscribe to it being a prescription, right, mm-hmm. of, okay, you do this, and then you do this, and then you sit there, and then you meditate for five minutes, and then you join your root center, and then you, you know what I mean? It's, to me, that's, it, that's quite, just for me, that feels like a little bit um, pushy, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not as organic as what I like to live, like, and for other mm-hmm. people, they really love that container, they really love yeah. having a container of certain specific things that they do that brings whatever about I've just never been able to kind of do the same thing twice ever. So that just doesn't work so good for me. And so for me, it's really about calling in the energy, asking questions, following the energy and see what shows up. And I, I feel like there's, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, um, in our history, there's, there's like ancient civilizations and cultures who used uh, the sexual energy to actually bring things in on this planet. And mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, there's the, you know, all of the information that we have about like the red tent and women going into this tent mm-hmm. to like, you know, bring their potency together and, you know, all of this other, other things. And I feel like there's, as we have grown in consciousness and we have kind of we're stepping out of what I would call the causal world of A plus B equals C. I feel mm-hmm. like kind of the sky is the limit in what we can explore with this. And, you know, and I, I, I know I haven't answered your question specifically, but I actually wanted to talk really about sex and magic. And like, and I, I feel like that energy is so, uh, it's part of it. You know, it's not separate mm-hmm. from it. It's part of it. And I feel like pleasure is one of the most untapped forms of magic there is. For like, sure. The pleasure is so powerful. And we've made it this like, well, wouldn't it be nice to have pleasure? And or we have this kind of 
weird energy even around the word pleasure, right? When actually like our bodies have something like, I don't know, like, uh, like 10,000 times more pleasure receptors than pain receptors. Maybe there's a reason for that. And like, and what would happen, for instance, if um, you created money through pleasure and in a pleasurable way, you know, would you ever have to do the start stop thing or the like boom bust cycles or whatever? It's like, for me, it's like anything that we push or make hard, we are, we're less effective at. If we're actually in pleasure when we're creating, it totally changes the dynamic. So when you are in pleasure and you're creating something, you're talking about that and about the money flows and how that would like possibly change money inflows. Um, to me, that's an interesting conversation because so many people have the point of view that, um, and this is a pretty pervasive point of view on the planet, that pleasure is something that occurs when you are copulating and it's for that that set amount of time, whether you're it's the five-minute quickie or the five-hour extravaganza, it's it's contained to that time. Um, so you're having pleasure. That's all the time you can have it in. So it's got a stop and start kind of timeline to it, just like the money has a stop and start kind of the money starts flowing, then it stops flowing, business starts flowing, stops flowing. And if we have the point of view that like pleasure is stop and start and that it isn't something that literally uh, we can be every second of the day and that our molecules can sense that every second of the day, if we have the point of view that it's limited with stop and start, then what can we do to change it, right? Like what can we do to actually start to receive it every second of the day so we don't have to be in that stop-start mode? Mm-hmm. Well, I know people that have a friend of mine um, has something called a pleasure practice. And mm. she practices um, being in pleasure and playing with pleasure in all its different forms, you know, whether that's sexual, whether that's like, you know, uh, like walking in nature and having a completely um, naked exchange with the energies of nature of like feeling it, you know, feeling the sun on our skin, feeling the wind on our face, but being like extremely present. And, Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I get for myself is that when I'm present, I can I can actually feel pleasure in everything. And I I experienced this one time when I was super sad and I was like just in this deep grief and I just for what I was out in a hot tub and for whatever reason hmm. I just had a lot of space around the grief and I was just I just went for it right just all the way just like yeah this is so horrible you know like just like full <laughs> out like no judgment no points of view and I popped into a place of ecstasy nice. and it was like. And I realized, like, you know, to me, that's alchemy, right? That it's a, it's yeah. an alchemical thing where Absolutely. we're transmuting, Trans- we're transforming all of that. Yeah. And to me, yeah. that occurred in part because of presence and allowance. And so, you know, what, you know, how could we turn pressure into pleasure? How could we turn hmm. pain into pleasure? And 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 where has the duality even of that idea actually created this sort of pendulum swing between the two? And and then you've got all those practices that are pain for pleasure, right? And you've got all like S and M uh, and all kinds of practices that involve pain that 
people actually thoroughly receive pleasure from physically, or so they say. And, and I wonder if you can take it up a notch like you were doing and really being the energy of it rather than having the sort of the physical, momentary, um, like arousal, but actually to like fully embrace it in your entire being and be it and then have that ecstatic release. Like you were saying, you went from crying to like having an, uh, like basically being in ecstasy, which is an amazing capacity to have and it's totally alchemical. Um, you know, people for ages have talked about what well, alchemy is one of the purest forms of magic, they say, right? So, to turn a base metal into gold. And it's not just that. It really is totally the transmutation of all energies that are like at, at one, like a lower octave to something that's a higher octave. Um, and that's choice. Like you chose that, right? Megan, like you mm-hmm. chose to actually change that, which choice in itself is such an amazing uh, component to magic. It's almost like the little... It's like if magic was like a firecracker, it was kind of like that kind of can get it lit. Like the choosing it is kind of like the, the spark that lights the rest of the magic to start to, to take shape. Mm-hmm. I love that. And one of the things that I would um, distinguish there is that I did not have an outcome in mind called pleasure. I was just this organic thing where I chose to go into to be present with and to uh, be in full allowance because it's our points of view that create it, an energy to be pain over pleasure, right? Yep. And so moving into allowance, I chose to be present and I chose to allow, which actually moved me into the pleasure state. Like I find that when I'm trying to, to like if I'm judging, if where I am is a judgeable offense and I'm like, well, well, I just, I just should be having more fun or I just, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 even though I'm trying to choose pleasure and fun, which is better than not trying to choose pleasure and fun, <laughs> I find that it's not as effective as just going, okay, what pleasure can I extrapolate from this? Like what, mm-hmm. how present can I be with this? How much allowance can I have with this? And to me that, that those things have that transmutational quality to them because we start lifting our points of view off of it. You know, and like I say to my clients all the time, there's no such thing as you having a wrong experience. <laughs> what? Yeah. The universe has gone, gone <laughs> Anyone in the universe having a wrong experience right now. So it's like, <laughs> what is that? What is that experience that we've created in that moment? And how can we really just be present with it? That's a fabulous question. So, I, you know, guys, play with that. We're going to go to break and you can play with um the presence and being present, even being be present with the ads coming up, be present with your body, uh, be present with your, you know, whatever thoughts you're noticing, whether they're yours or somebody else's. So, yeah, so let's head to break and you guys um, can choose that for, you know, two minutes of break. I wonder if that's going to shift your life completely because maybe you've never even chosen that for so long for a whole two minutes. So let's go do that and we'll be back in a few minutes. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight my guest is Megan Salido, and we're talking about living your magic is sexy. And if you guys were listening to the ads on break and you were present with it, you might have overheard that there was an ad playing for Live Your Magic, which is a fabulous class that Megan Salido is going to be facilitating in Toronto, Ontario, and many other locations around the world in the next few months and years to come. So you're not going to miss out. And we would love to have you come to Toronto and join us. You'd meet all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You'd meet lots of people that are actually part of this radio station um, at that particular class. So we, uh, we would so love to, to meet you and play with you and, and step into more of our magic um, with you stepping into more of your magic is for me, one of the, most fun things to see is to watch people like explode with joy about just getting to be present and going, Oh my God. And having like revelations about how awesome they are. It's one of the most fun things for me to, to get to witness uh, in, in this embodiment. So I'm very excited um, to be part of this class. My daughter is nine and she is so stoked for this class. She, she's asked me a few times, when is that magic class? Like, it's it's on par with when is theater camp. It's like they're like <laughs> the, the same for her. So I'm like, yes, yes, it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's um, she's pretty excited, and I love her awareness on that. Um, she's just like, 
she's like this, when actually when I mentioned it to her, she's like, so this is going to be like real magic. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I want to come to that. Like mm-hmm. she was aware of it, and I'm like, that is just so cool because you, you get a lot of grown up points of view. Like, what does that mean? What does magic mean? What? Oh yeah, whatever. But she was like, no, I get it. That's real magic. I'm going. I'm like, that's awesome. You're awesome. That's so yes. cool. There was yeah, a. It was really uh, cool. I I can't remember how old she was. Maybe ten. Um. Uh, Donna, I can't pronounce her last name now. Salmanenic daughter, Salmanenic, yeah. And her her daughter was exactly the same. She was like, "When is it? When is it?" And she like when it after the first night, she goes, um, "Mom, this isn't long enough. Like, I want this." And she's been to like tons and tons and tons of classes with Donna, and yeah. and has never participated in them. And she yeah. was like in every process. She was in everything. Like the kids get it. They have a. They know. They feel this energy, and they know it. And she was such a contribution to the space because the only thing she wanted was to play in it and to yeah. be more of it, right? And how would our lives be if we just played it and and it allowed ourselves to expand into more of it? And these kids are such a contribution to this class, and they get it. That's so fun. Yeah, they get it even before they show up at it. Like, there's lots of other classes where um, I'm like, hey, there's this class with Gary and Dane. She's like, yeah, I don't want to go. I'm like, all right, all right, then. What about this one? And this one was like, I just said, uh, you know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, hosting this class in Toronto. What is it? Oh, it's a class. It's called Live Your Magic. I'm in. It's real magic. I'm like, Oh, okay, I didn't even have to, like, sometimes I describe it to her, try and, like, you know, entice her into it, try and seduce her into choosing it. And she's like, nah, I'll stay at home with grandma and paint. Okay, cool. And then this one, she was like, "I, you know what? Like, I can go to this class and paint, and that's cool. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think you can, actually. That's yep. cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty adorable. <laughs> I can't wait to meet her. That's so exciting. Yeah, she's pretty stoked, and she's making stuff for class, so it's very cute. She's, that's awesome. Well, and she's I gone magic wand mental. <laughs> that's so awesome. You know, I think that there's a lot of people like I've noticed that, and and you know, if you would have asked me like a year and a half ago if I would be teaching magic, I would have told you, you were nuts. But this, hmm. this, it, it called me and it tapped me and it woke me up in this way where I can't deny it. And it has asked me, this consciousness has asked me to bring it in the world. And it's not like there, it, and since that's happened, it's become such a buzzword in a way. Like everybody's magic this, magic that. And it's kind yeah. of one of those things that happens to me often actually as things come in. It's like, it begins to come in in the in the world at large. But what I have, what I sense or feel is a lot of what people are calling magic is really still like, what's the formula? And yeah. like, and and there is there is a real energy called magic. It's not just the principle ask and receive. It's not just you know um, you can you you are the creator of your life. There is an energy called magic that Absolutely. is that is what that is, and like like people who are con- are connected to it, the creators of it, they feel that they feel mm-hmm. that 
realness about it. And, um, and so it's really, it's, it, it's, <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even have words in this moment. I just have the energy of like, it's sort of a, yes, it's active. Yes, it's the ability to change it. Yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. And it is an energy. It's a palpable energy and consciousness that we can tap. It's in every living thing. Mm. Yes, there, I even as you're saying it, I'm like I get the energy that you're speaking about, and maybe there hasn't been language to quite describe it yet. So yeah, tap into that energy that Megan is speaking about. It is very different than just the yeah the ABC of if you do this you'll get that, or yeah it's it's very different. So that is a very um, interesting energy to have, and and so when we invite that in um, into our awareness, because really we can be it, right? It's just like, are we willing to be aware of that? So when we invite that into our awareness and we acknowledge that we can be that, and we start to choose that more regularly, I'm so curious to see what kind of um, you know what kind of amazing stuff can be created on not just on the planet with our bodies like even beyond that like um there to me there is like magic is the way that we will be able to actually communicate with with other universes and other dimensions and other realms like that for me is like magic is like a communication to things that we have maybe ignored for a long time or things that we haven't been willing to acknowledge uh, in ourselves or or on this planet or other planets like to me it's it's also like a communication not just it's like an energy and a communication all at the same time oh my that's god all. that's brilliant i love that as you're talking like i'm getting goosebumps it's like <laughs> cool. I I hadn't put that word to it yet, but it's that exchange, right, of energy. And it's mm-hmm. been really interesting. This thing came th- through on my radio show last week where I was, like, sort of inspired to do an activation around taking people to their awareness of the original language of us mm-hmm. called energy. Mm-hmm. And like to that ability to communicate with all living things that's outside mm-hmm. of language, that's outside of words. And as you're talking, I was like, oh, that is part of the magic. It's that energetic exchange, that communication. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, I've, I've had so many magical experiences in nature where there's no words, right? Yeah. Where there's just this communication and you're different. And you're more, and something mm-hmm. something changes, and that it it that is exactly right. It's not me walking through the world called I magic. It's that energetic exchange and communication with the molecules of every living thing, and every mm-hmm. non living thing. Like I have a I have magical yeah. communication with my scooter all the time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for sure. I have it with my every car I've ever had. I've had magical communication with it. Um, creations like I've always been very interested in magic. Like, so I'm 42 now, and I've I was a, you know around before Harry Potter was around. I didn't grow up with Harry Potter. I grew up with magic, like truly grew up with magic. And 
in um in my family it's just like a a given that magic is is real um there isn't like on my mom's side that is you know i come from on my mom's side there's a lot of welsh irish sort of british isles we know about fairies kind of magic um mm-hmm. and that and that there was also kind of a just like a given understanding that we can all communicate uh, energetically telepathically we probably would have said we were tel- telepathic we just kind of were like of course we are like that wasn't like a, ever a, a doubt i don't know it was kind of just sort of every um everybody just knew that right so it wasn't like yeah you're not magic like it was like of course and we all have fairy gardens because that's what is required like there isn't a why are you doing that when you have a I don't know. We all have a fairy garden because there's magic, and we need we're choosing to contribute to it. So that's what's going on. Um, and it's funny to me to know people that didn't grow up with that. Um, and and for me, it's kind of like, wow. How do you invite people to magic that have never um, been able to really? Like maybe there maybe that whole notion or no I'm not even it's not a notion, it's real, but to them it was a notion of magic was like, Yeah, that's not real. So how do you invite people to magic um that have never really had had the experience of magic in their life where they don't see the beauty or the miracles or they don't see the communic or perceive the communication with molecules like what are some simple things um, that they can start to choose if it's something that intrigues them? And of course, they can come to your class, and we'd love to have you at the class to actually get two and a half days of this. But uh, from now until then, do you have like maybe one tool they could play with that would allow them to start to 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 get that this is a totally different, this is a real energy and it does exist. Mm. I, I mean, it, it's a take on what I said earlier, but it's like universe show me the magic in me and universe show me the magic. Yeah. Um, it, it really is being in the question because so many of us are have been in conclusion and points of view about magic and that's why we're not open to it. If you're curious about it, if you're intrigued by it, you are it. The, the, mm-hmm. our, I truly believe that our curiosities are always leading us to us always leading us to who we are, always leading us to more of us. And so, um, you know, like that's, it, it, and, and, you know, there's also like just really like, you know, there's, you know, the other day I'm taking off on an airplane and I'm like, how in the hell is this 20 ton thing like going to go 30,000 feet in the air? That, that's freaking magic, yeah. yo. You know, it and is. just like looking at things that we take for granted, like I'm on this laptop it's not plugged into anything, and I'm talking yeah, you. And I'm talking to you. you. That's magic. And there's people yeah. from all over the world listening. I'm like, what the crap? How is that happening? And so it's part of it is is noticing what magic is already occurring and things that you take for granted. I actually invite people to start a magic journal in Live Your Magic, oh, like where it. you actually start um, writing down everything that you can't like that feels magical to you that maybe you can't explain or that was super cool that just showed up in your world because what you focus on expands 
Okay, so the more that you focus on the magic that is occurring right now, it expands. The other part of that is that um, it's like because what you focus on expands, like more and more things um, start to come into being and you become aware of them because there's so much actually magic happening all the time that we've dumbed our awareness down to because we're so busy focusing on the struggle and not the magic. And so the, the magic journal is a really simple way to start to go, wow. And um, last year, I, I started playing with this last year when I was in Italy. I went to the maestro class and then we were in Italy for three more weeks. And, we, and I just started this tracking of all the magical events that happened. And the more I tracked, the more happened and the more happened and the more happened. And it's funny because it, there was so much of it that it scared me and I stopped that promptly. <laughs> I stopped that practice promptly. And so it's like, and I keep having to remind myself because it actually really works to bring in that energy. Oh, that's so fun. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, for some of you, if you, if you can't see it, one of the games that my daughter and I play are like, if we were pioneers, what would we think of this? Right. So mm -hmm. like a lot of like, so everything fun. seems, yeah. If you're, if you were walking around as a pioneer, everything is like fucking outrageous right now. Like, wow, like, you know, having books, um, you know, having a stack of books that you couldn't normally get. Oranges are magical if you're a pioneer. Like, everything is freaking magical when you're a pioneer. <laughs> so, right? So, yeah, if you can't come up with anything, just pretend you're a pioneer for a few hours. And, like, how many things would you not have had that you can look around and go, holy cow, there's a vacuum. That's magic. I got a fan and I got air conditioning freaking magic i've I've got a washing machine um and i think i i have this kind of point point of view of it because i had a grandmother that was totally freaking magic she was born in 1896 and she left her body in 1902 uh sorry 2002 so she was uh, 106 when she left her body oh my and i would ask her yeah i would ask her questions all the time like hey, what was the first this you saw? And what was the first that you saw? And what was the blah, blah, blah? And she was one of the ones who had a fairy garden and was just like, no, you don't touch that fairy garden. That's for the fairies. Like, she was one of the ones who was, like, very clear. There is magic and, you know, you just honor these things and, and like, gift to them. And th that's cool, right? So, um, and so for me, it was always like, wow, my great-grandmother would have, wow, yeah, like, Oh, everything was so new and cool and magic and even discovering things sexually was like magic because they didn't have it in their face 24-7 uh, on the internet or whatever. It wasn't, they weren't bombarded with it. So even like probably seeing uh, genitals for the first time was like, wow, that's probably, could be, I've heard that for some people it was frightening, but for others it could have been total magic, Right. So I, mm -hmm. I think that it's just really fun to play with that sometimes. I love but, that question about the pioneer, like kind of beginner's mind. I've I've always thought like if I was an alien, right? <laughs> like, well, how yeah. would I perceive this or this or whatever? I love that because it's like so much of what we take for granted and or is scientifically explainable, we say is not magic. But there's, to me, magic and science are not separate. What happens, no. what I've seen is that magic has been there the whole time and it's creating and it's doing whatever it's doing and then science catches up, finds a way to explain yeah. it. Huh. And then magic yeah. shoots out ahead again because <laughs> it's faster than science. 
just scoots out ahead again, and science catches up. And it's like, you know, it's like I don't sit and look at a sunset and go, wow, look at all that pollution. You know, it's like exactly. I look at a it's sunset for the most of it. Yes, yeah. and we can do that. It's so easy to do that in this reality. Is like, well, it works because of this, this, and this, and this, and this is not magic, you know. But it, 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 it's like if you look at the fact that however many years ago we had sticks and rocks. Yep. <laughs> not that long ago in history, really. And like look thousands, what we have now. A thousand years, yeah. It's incredible. That's magic. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty uh, awesome and inspiring, and and the people's thoughts uh, to, that would create, say, the laptop or the cell phone, or you know, like Nikola Tesla's thoughts on the cell phone over a hundred years ago, it's freaking mind blowing that somebody like would have such a magical brain to come up with the concepts like that over a hundred years ago when we didn't even have. Um, electricity in every house like it's amazing uh so yeah and and i wonder how many of us have untapped magical brains that you know we've just you know tried so hard to fit in so yeah what magic can we be and what magic are we already that we're like ignoring because i swear there's magic parts of me that i'm just like not choosing yet and and I'm mm-hmm. so excited to start to choose them, whatever they are. I don't even know what they are right now. Um, but I just have this awareness that there's more, right? And I'm willing to to rock it and find out what that is. And more after that. It's not like it's ever ending. Um, that's, I think, even the magic of that is that it's like it it's exponentializes and continues to grow. And it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. And again, your curiosity and your choice is opening that up. It's the fact that you are thinking that means it's already occurring. Mm. Right. That's part of the magic, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Megan, I we have about, I, I want to just let you talk about yourself for a few minutes before we get off, before I get off with you. <laughs> but if uh yeah, hey, you baby. Mm-hmm. see you soon <laughs> so if you could uh, let everybody know how they can find you where you're going to be next that would be fabulous yeah looks like we have about 15 seconds i'm gonna be super quick yep you can facebook message me megan silito yeah i have facebook presence both publicly and privately and you can go to megan silito.com m-e-g-a-n S-I-L-L-I-T-O dot com. And that is the Live Your Magic page. So, like, you'll find out all about Live Your Magic if you just go there. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.